And we're back for another episode of Meatball Thoughts and our bi-weekly installments with Matt Parker, Max Taylor. Howdy, folks. Howdy. We're going with howdy, eh? We're going with howdy. We're going with howdy. It's been, uh, He's been workshopping it for the last <laughs> two weeks. Like, you know, I was baby, like, you know, this you, is really... You go to your wife and you're just like, baby, what do you what do you think of what do you think of howdy for the podcast? She oh, she did, I didn't ask her. Oh, really? It was, a, it was a, my own decision, you know? I'm going to stick with it. You're allowed to make that as a married The wife may oh, Here we go. Happy wife, happy life. Happy, the there's whole... literally, I have that sign in my house and she bought it, so... <laughs> so it has to stay up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but howdy's my own decision, okay? I, I, I'm a big kid now. I, I buy fish businesses, I set up fish businesses, yeah. and I and and I say howdy. And hopefully, I don't bankrupt fish businesses. No, you're fine. You'll be fine. Great. You'll be fine. I already have a fair number of people actually that uh, they're telling me like that. A couple people recently actually have been telling me, "Hey, like, have you heard this affinity fish?" I'm like, I know both of those people. <laughs> That's actually where I record my podcast most of the time. <laughs> well, actually, they got this really cool podcast studio in the basement. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's so, actually kind of a construction site right now. But. Yeah, there's a lot of a lot of moldy flooring in the old uh, shitty bathroom down there, the old yeah. staff bathroom. But uh, <laughs> it's gonna look better. I promise. How are you doing though? Yeah, good. Um, feeling good? Yeah, I just uh, got over COVID. Got over the vid. Got over the vid. Let's I, go. We think, so my wife uh, caught it. Well, we both caught it, but she was showing symptoms uh, two days before I was. And, yeah. and so that was kind of worked out well because she was super sick and I wasn't feeling it yet. So I took care of her and then it kind of switched over. Oh, did you actually catch symptoms? Yeah, no, I had symptoms. Um, it was just like a really bad cold for me. Um, yeah. Lots of coughing, sneezing, uh, stuffed up nose and stuff like that. I didn't lose the sense of taste. That's something I was really worried about. Winning. Yeah. Um, but that was like, that was like, is that still with this iteration Some people, of it? Yeah, yeah, actually, um, huh. my wife's... Uh, I mean, you had six days to look over the internet and be like, what am I supposed to be feeling? No, I didn't actually. I just watched a lot of movies. Nice. You know, as man does. Smoke a little pot? Yeah. Yeah. Couple days off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it actually was super funny because it was like the day before uh, me and John had to. Uh, basically, the reporter for our Globe and Mail article was coming to town, so we had all this stuff planned where we were going to take her up to the boat and all this stuff. And sure enough, I get COVID right before, so John Dude. had to do that all by himself. But yeah, I, w- I was talking to John on the phone about like I think it would have been yeah it would have been last week. Mm. Because then I would have texted you and be like, you got COVID? Whoa, that was crazy. Yeah. Or two, or maybe it was two weeks ago or something, whatever, yeah. whatever the timeline was. But, um, but yeah, he was like, he was just like, yeah, it kind of was really shitty timing. And then yeah. the like photographer had to cancel and then. Yeah. So we've been Or maybe it was to, you telling me. Maybe it was that. Well, was. yeah, we've been trying to figure out how to like get somebody on the boat to take some photos of the fisher folk and of us and stuff like that. We're going to hang up in the shop and. You know, we have a couple friends that are photographers and we're trying to like, you know, finagle stuff with them. And then also the Globe and Mail wants to send their own photographer. So we got it sorted for, we're doing an event actually later this week for our um, uh, real estate agent. And he's, uh, we're having dinner at his place. So we're going to get photos taken there of the food and then go up to the boat with the guy. The guy lives in Colling- Collingwood. So. Oh, okay. So he's, he's halfway there. Halfway there, yeah. Nice. So. That's awesome. Hopefully that'll work out. And yeah, it's going to be exciting. Um, she was saying that she doesn't have a word count. And then it's going to be like a full two-page story. Whoa. Yeah. In the Globe and Mail. In the Globe and Mail, yeah. Apparently every month they do like one of those double pagers, like full spread, so that it's yeah. like in the middle. Yeah. And she said, yeah, I don't have a word count. She's like, 
That's fucking rad, Yeah, dude. so it's going to be really... Uh, that's awesome. Yeah. And that's... good timing, too, hopefully, right before the, the shop opens and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Build that's the hype. fucking wicked, man. Yeah, it's crazy. I'm so excited. Feel free to mention the podcast. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Featured on. Uh, yeah. yeah. Featured bi-weekly uh, yeah. <laughs> on a podcast called Meatball Thoughts. Yeah. Um, <laughs> hey, I'm an attention whore just like anyone else. But, um, yeah. But uh, well, that's good. I'm glad you're fucking. You're feeling better. Mm. You're sounding a little more human. Yeah. Energy's a little more up. Are you still feeling a little, a little sluggish or? No, not sluggish today at all. Just like a little bit of cough, but like. Yeah. That's about it. Yeah, but like at this point, you're not transmissible, so you're like, exactly. You're laughing. You can leave your house, and now you're good. For a solid 90 days, you're like, yeah, I don't have to worry no, about I'm, shit, son. I'm invincible. I'm not putting a mask on for <laughs> fucking anything. Uh, no, no. No, I'll put masks on. I'm well, a, yeah, I, I mean, I mean, if you, I think you still have to wear them if you're in like healthcare yeah. environments. Something like that, yeah. yeah. But restaurants, not anymore. Which is uh, wild. No, son, it's great. Do you have to wear yours at work? Mm-mm. Wow. Mm-mm. No, because that's the thing. It's like people, and I, we're not going to name names, but. Fucking, mm-hmm. there's there's restaurants that are like, we're going to keep it in place. It's like, it's not your job to play politics, man. Mm-hmm. It's just your job to follow the rules. Well. And yes, you can put your own individual rules in place for yeah. your space. I I'm think not for certain restaurants, can. if they have a small staff and that staff is, you know, either immunocompromised or they have people at home that are immunocompromised or whatever, like, I think it makes sense for them to, like, prioritize sure. their staff. I think it's, like, up to the person. But does right? the mask, more often than not. People working in restaurants are wearing the shitty surgical masks. Mm-hmm. Those things do very little mm-hmm. as far as because all your customers are going to have their mask off. Yeah. And the mask protects the other person. It's, it's so Which like, is where it gets squirrely for me. Hairs, yeah. Because you're like. Because there's 90 people or whatever, how many people were in the restaurant there and none of them are wearing masks, right? So it's and, like, then, <laughs> and then like you're <clears throat> protecting them. It's like. Mm-hmm. But the hoods are drawing in all of that air. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure. Into if the bloody kitchen. Uh, it's like. Yeah. I mean, I, I think it's just, like, at the end of the day, it's personal preference. Yeah, and it's totally, like, it's also, I mean, look, I went and did acupuncture isn't technically a healthcare, health, healthcare thing, mm-hmm. which seems so dumb, because it totally is. Yeah. But, um, not in North Eastern America, medicine, apparently. yeah. But, um, but they, they still have it in place, and I'm like, yeah, you know what, fair enough. Because yeah. they, they have a lot of, you know, it's just a one-on-one. there's elderly people, a lot of elderly people that come mm-hmm. in, there's a lot of, yeah, people who are in and out of the hospital, so, like, yeah. Totally, and I put a mask on. It's like, I don't really care, mm. but I was definitely, definitely over-wearing them in yeah. restaurants. Like, I literally, my yeah. job is to cook potatoes in a 500-degree oven, so, like, every four minutes I'm opening up this oven and just breathing in 500-degree air into a mask that is just condensing everything all over my face. And, like, yeah. in the summertime, it would, be, oh, it yeah, would like, drip worst. down my neck and into my beard, and you're just mm. like, this is fucking disgusting like who is this protecting yeah (laughs) but like it's weird because you have those thoughts and it's not like i'm i'm not trying to be like i'm not trying to you know i got i got a couple doses i'm Mm. like i i I bought into it whatever i i don't have buyer's remorse but um (laughs) we are not having this conversation on this podcast fair enough but like um no i think they are they are good and i'm not trying to talk shit about masks Mm. but i am happy that i am not uh 
legally obligated to wear one. Yeah, I just think I will say that. There's, and there's, a, there's and the, on TTC, you should definitely still wear it. It's fucking yeah, wild down sure, there. For sure. <laughs> but I just think it's so funny how like Mr. Rob Ford was like. Oh yeah, we gotta do all these lockdowns and like constantly doing all these things, and then like all of a sudden he's like, "Yeah, never imposing this ever again." And it's just like, what changed? Do you know what I mean? Well, he made his money. Exactly. He made his money. He sold marshlands. He yeah. got the 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 highway project is pushing forward. Mm-hmm. He made his money. Fuck that guy, man. He's oh yeah. He's a piece of dog shit. Like literally, he <coughs> put a rule in place for the province that everyone had to buy these certain stickers that only his that, fucking yeah. company made. So he overnight Big went energy. from being worth $5 million to being worth $50 million. And yeah. you're like, it's all about money. Yeah. So like, I mean, not that I know fuck all about politics, but it's like, this is now a political podcast, oh, not wow. a food podcast. Oh, <laughs> this podcast doesn't talk about These it. These are just Addiction, our opinions. Food, yeah. <laughs> um, this is our expressed opinions yeah. of just, uh, just a me, couple buds. me, Tom Tom. Um, We've got a couple of topics today. Any hoodles. Let's abrupt topic change. Um, <laughs> moral of the story is fuck Dougie. Um, <laughs> and that. go and vote. Um, <laughs> hashtag fuck Dougie. Hashtag fuck Dougie. Maybe we'll call the episode that. <laughs> um, you should tag him in it too. Uh, should we start a little light? Let's start a little light. Sure. On the, on the fuck people tip, uh, fuck, <laughs> fuck Dave Chang. <laughs> Yeah, I, I put this into the group. Uh, what was it? Probably a couple weeks ago. Yeah. I think two or three weeks ago, and I was just like, "Fuck David Chang, man! He cooks everything in a fucking microwave now. <laughs> He's trying to get into the demographic of like home cook and mm-hmm. oh, you know, everyone. Most people have microwaves, so like, this will be great. It's like, yeah, dude, what the fuck? Yeah, I think he, um, you like, know." He shut up and noodle, dude. Like, <laughs> like, fuck, like, fuck yeah. off. <laughs> I have my opinions on uh, making rice. I've made rice a couple times in my life, and uh, to, watching him make rice in a microwave and say that it's better than a rice cooker, I, it's offensive. I mean, yeah, like it's like really, dude. Is it barely better? Like you've, you know, because I don't think or, like he's obviously or, or cooking fish in a microwave. Yeah. Oh, I, I haven't. I, that's the the rice one is the only one I've seen. Really? Like this is oh ridiculous. my god! Every time it pops up on my Instagram, and now my phone's probably listening, so it'll pop up even more. <laughs> but it's like, dude, this it's fucking the dumbest shit. He's like, yeah, it cooks really well. I'm like, are you fucked? Yeah. Can you imagine if somebody Fuck like you, came man. in like, here and was also like, we all know that the microwaves. Like, the company that is now attached in his profile, like, it's uh, mm. it's like a cookware company, right? Yeah. What do they sell? Microwaves. So a lot of microwaves. Wait, David Chang has microwaves? Like, branded I don't, microwaves? I don't think it's David Chang branded, but, oh like, the God. company that he is either an ambassador of or a partner in. Okay. Who, which is, like, him just being like, here's $5 million, go make me some more money. Mm. Or whatever X amount of money. It's That's all it is. He doesn't give a fuck about microwaves. Yeah. It's like, or at least this is my feeling of mm. the topic. I have to say this is my feelings. I don't know these to be facts, but these are my feelings. <laughs> Um, it like yeah, no, he doesn't give a fuck. Yeah, he doesn't give a fuck. And he, and as soon as the camera turns off, mm. he goes and cooks a piece of fish in a fucking pan. Yeah, yeah, that's that's scary to me. That like he's preaching to people to cook fish in a microwave. I mean, like, unless like the only no, you know what? That's like no, but that that's why I say shut up and noodle, man. Like noodle bar, 
Yeah. You 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 did great with that. Yeah. Shut up and noodle. <laughs> it's like that's like saying to an NBA player that gets all like woke and activisty. It's like, dude, you get paid millions of dollars to dribble a basketball, and obviously there's a lot more than that. But it's the whole <laughs> shut up and dribble fucking thing. Like we don't give a fuck about your politics. Yeah. Like um, Kyrie Irving is like a super anti-vaxxer. Like, dude, we don't give a fuck about your politics. Shut up and dribble. Mm-hmm. Like that kind of shit. It's like shut up and noodle, dude. Yeah. It's it's a, that's yeah. definitely the name of the episode. Now, shut up but and noodle. Shut up and noodle. <laughs> yeah, I mean. I have never tried uh, cooking rice in a microwave, but honestly, that sounds like... And he, he was really interesting. The way he did it was he took the rice, he measured it in, and then he put cold, cold water on top, and he was uh, washing washing the rice with a whisk <laughs> in a bowl. And then he's like, this is great because I can serve it in the same vessel that I'm, I'm microwaving it in. I'm like, okay, I get that, but like, you know, how lazy do you sure, have to be to like... I mean... People are fucking lazy, dude. People are super lazy. That's the thing. You you gotta think. He's he's not marketing to restaurant people because Mm. he knows restaurant people like us are saying you're a fucking idiot, which is exactly what we're doing. Yeah, and we're talking about it now. But it's like, (laughs) but like, he's marketing to the people who are like, oh my god, this famous chef, I'm gonna follow him. Yeah. But like, I don't know how to cook. Maybe he'll give me like, maybe he'll do instructional videos, and that's what he's doing. Mm -hmm. He's doing home cook instructional videos. Hey, you got a microwave? You got a bowl that you can microwave in? Yeah. You got some rice? Here's mm-hmm. some water. Hey, yeah. you got a whisk? It'll agitate the rice just as much as, you know, your hands would. No, it won't. But, like, yeah, like it's it's all that shit, right? Yeah. He's, he's not marketing to people like us mm. that know how to cook rice and that have fucking rice cookers. Yeah. But anyways. But it was, it was a funny video because after he cooks it, he's, so, like, so holding the phone up. in one hand to, like, film it. Yeah. But, like, you'd think if he's doing this for a company, he'd have somebody else filming for him or whatever, but I don't know. He's holding his phone, and he's, like, trying to show how fluffy and perfect the rice is, and he, like, can't get the spoon in because he can't hold the bowl because he has one hand on the phone. So he's, like, trying to, like, mash into the rice, and I'm just like, there's no... I'm sorry, there's no fucking way. But also, that that own a tripod. Is, yeah, that, <laughs> but also just like, there's no way that rice tastes as good because there's a certain thing that happens to rice when you cook it way too fast is mm. that the outside is getting, like, it's just like pasta, right? Like if you just fucking... Mush. Yeah, outside is mush, the inside is going to be al dente. <laughs> but it's not actually al dente, it's just undercooked, right? Like, yeah. there's no possible... It's not going to work the same way with like an induction rice cooker where induction rice cooker is like surrounding it with heat you yep. know what i mean it's not actually just like and rage boiling it on the outside not, yeah, exactly not outside in yeah which is what a microwave does <clears throat> there is like some things you can say about like cooking rice in a way that you want the outside to be a little bit softer and inside to be chewier but like that takes in what, in, a certain in amount what? Of, give us give us an example for sushi like for when okay. you cook sushi rice like for me my it, it preference to the chef um but when i wash my rice i wash it twice um, really cold water very quickly and then I fill it up with I have a recipe um, depending on how many cups and stuff like that and then okay. I cook it in a rice cooker on um, the slow setting if you cook it on the quick setting which is slow settings like I think one hour fast setting is uh, 40 minutes okay. 40 minutes is like nothing but like apparently that's not too long for Dave Chang but it's still it's uh, I don't know man like it, you can tell the difference between 40 minutes and 60 difference it's completely different like okay. it's just not the same okay. the, gra- the grain structure and everything like that and especially if you're eating it for sushi I get it if oh, you're just I'll, I'll take your word for it but like yeah. my rice cooker just literally has an on yeah you setting. got the one of those ones yeah, it's yeah. just the click the Japanese ones like the induction ones are really good oh, for that and you can those are so good yeah and they, Worth sing, the money. they sing to you too I yeah they do a little them. birthday song at the end super cute it's fucking amazing yeah but yeah literally 
man. I, hate I that. just like it was one of the, and like every time so like you haven't seen the other videos, but like it's literally him like um I think one of the videos, yeah, was cooking was him like cooking fish. And you're like where he like takes a piece of from frozen. From frozen I hate that so much. From fucking frozen. There's no way it's better. Like, There's like, no it's, way. It's literally impossible. There's no way it's better. Like you spent the first 20 years of your career yeah. saying it's not better. Yeah. And now you're like, well, I mean, I can make fucking a quick 10 mil this year if I just say it's better. So fuck yeah. it. It's like, how much money do you need? Yeah. You already have a fucking penthouse apartment in fucking Manhattan or yeah. whatever. I don't know. It's penthouse. But like, you already have your fucking house in Manhattan and probably one in the fucking Hamptons and one in fucking yeah. LA and one in fucking. Yeah. And he's probably got a place in Toronto because. Every yeah. so often, someone would have to come up and inspect fucking Momo mm. here. And, like, shit like that. Like, you, like what the fuck? <laughs> like, I just... It, 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 it enrages me so much because mm. it's like, you're lying. And I know you're lying. And every yeah. fucking cook who follows you yeah. knows you're fucking lying. Yeah. It's like, there's no way that it's better. There's no way. I'm sorry. Like, Microwaves. maybe... Like, maybe... I, and, and this is the part where I go, like, okay, he's not... It's, this isn't content for cooks. Mm-hmm. This isn't content for yeah. anybody who knows how to cook, has ever cooked rice before, mm. or like cooked rice in a professional setting. Like, um, you know, I, when we cooked at People's, it was mostly just for fried rice. So we'd cook it and then we'd dry it and then we'd mm. use it the next day. But like, still, you got to know how to cook rice a little bit in that sense. Yeah. For you in a sushi sense, you really got to fucking know how to cook oh, rice. Oh, yeah. It's it literally every day. everything, right? From, it's like, from batch to batch, it changes. It's fucking bananas. Barometric pressure, how you're feeling that day. Uh, right? Like Everything affects how, it. Yeah. How jittery your fucking hand was going into the yeah. fucking wash, everything. Like, mm. it's all that shit. So, like, to just see him kind of... To see him just get away from from the things that very clearly were his ethos, mm. I think is is the most disheartening piece. It's not. It's I don't give a fuck about you cooking rice in a microwave or cooking a piece of mm. fish or a piece of chicken in the fucking. Mic- I don't give a fuck. Yeah. Realistically, I don't fucking care. Yeah. But, um, it's just like it's it's disheartening. It's yeah. disheartening. Sorry, can we pause for two seconds because yes. I have to pee again. We'll be right back. <laughs> Okay, we're back. Sorry. Um, fuck David Chang. Uh, <laughs> oh my god. I'm going to tag him in this post too. Oh, I'm 100% going to tag him in this post. 100 He'll never see it, but like... He might. He I will know. 100% tag Maybe him. we'll get in a Twitter battle with him or something. Dude, that'd be fucking sweet. He starts <laughs> He starts like tagging Meatball Thoughts that has zero posts yeah. on Twitter. Like, I have a Meatball Thoughts uh, Twitter account. Oh, really? But like... I don't post anything to it because I'm lazy. But mm. um, also, like, Twitter... I've never Twitter's had a Twitter scary. account. Twitter's scary. I had a personal Twitter account, like, seven or eight years ago and, like, never tweeted anything and just kind of, like, looked at things a couple of times. And then I'm like, I don't... Twitter doesn't seem like the right thing for me. And now it's, like, this super, like... From what I hear of people who use Twitter a lot, it's, like, it's like this thing that... Basically, you just argue with people on. <laughs> it's yeah. like it's like Reddit, but like but more like, mainstream. Yeah, but more mainstream and like a lot more politics and in mm. air quotes news. Yeah, uh, or information. Let's it's say weird. political information. Let's say that. I don't think we're gonna have one for Affinity Fish because like there's no there's no fucking point. Uh oh, we're gonna pause again because someone else is here. Hey. 
Okay, sorry, we're back. John uh, had to jump Former in. podcast member decided former, to former, sabotage. Former podcast host fucking interrupting. Um, we love him very much. John is going to give me half a whitefish tonight for dinner, which Aww. is great. Um, we're going to get off Dave Chang because I could just keep saying just, about how mad I am. But um, <laughs> let's go... You want to go darker or more or sharper? Darker can, or sharper? We can go sharper and then finish with the dark. Yeah, finish dark. Okay. You might be late for your Zoom call. Um, <laughs> tipless knives, dude. Yeah, I was wondering what that meant. Okay, so I'm not entirely positive as to what I'm referring to, but I do know. <laughs> I do. <laughs> well, because I just I put it in the group and I didn't put enough context next to it, but like. Um, <laughs> Uh, or not enough. I didn't put any. I just broke you tipless knives. Just <laughs> tipless um, knives yeah. But it's um, tipless knives. I mean, the amount of times I wonder, and I probably should ask this to OG next time. I'm like, how many times do people come in with like, like what's the percentage of knives that come in that don't have a tip on? Them? Mm. I bet it's fucking high, man. The amount of times I fucking ding the tip on the steel mm-hmm. while I've just been. Yeah. Fortunately, I did it literally two days ago and didn't take the tip off. I was shocked. Nice. Um, Love that. Of both of my knives, I think I tipped. I tipped both <laughs> of them. I tipped both of them in the same day and didn't take the tip off either. Nice. Um, but like, it's so frustrating. It's so frustrating because one of my coworkers, who's never going to listen to this. <laughs> Literally every time you mention a coworker, you're like they're. Never I'm not. Gonna I'm not gonna fight. Well, like they, they, <laughs> they hear me fucking talk enough. They're, they did. They're definitely yeah. not gonna want to listen to a fucking recording of me talking. Mm-hmm. It's, and rightfully so. I would hope that they don't. Mm. Um, mostly because I'm gonna talk shit. But um, no, one of them. I love him. He's fucking phenomenal. Uh, incredibly hardworking and super diligent, and his knives are definitely sharper than mine. But. Both of them don't have tips. And I'm mm. like, why do you just... Just what? Mm-hmm. Why? He knows how to sharpen them? Why? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty good. His shaping is... It start, the one is starting to pelican. Oh, I see. And I'm like... I tried to be like, hey man, like if you want, I can show you how to not do that. Because mm. I, I actually know how to do that. It's mm. like one thing I... I'm, the shape of my knives is actually pretty decent. Yeah. It's decent. It's not mm. fucking professional by any stretch, but yeah. like it's decent. Neither am I. It works, right? <laughs> it, it does the job. Yeah. Um, and it stays in a good shape. Um, and he's like, <laughs> his fucking response every time is just like, no, nah, man, like, I, I think it's pretty good. I'm like, it's starting to pelican. Mm. You're starting to bird's beak. Bird's beak, whatever, pelican. Think Someone that. said pelican to me one time, or maybe I made that up, but <laughs> more like a bird's beak. Um, yeah. uh, I mean, I'm referring to a pelican's beak, which is like very. <laughs> Isn't it pelicans? Pelicans are, super are the ones hooked. that have the big, the big uh, gullet, the big old uh, thing, and they just go. Toucan? Maybe I'm thinking toucan. Toucan, toucan Sam. They're like super hooked. Yeah, right? that's yeah. the one. Um, it's, so, almost, it's like a fucking turning knife. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, but anyways, uh, yeah, dude. And I like I go to use this knife, and I'm just trying to like take the core of a shitty winter tomato, and like, and it's just like. Uh, it's like stabbing in it gets in but then you're just like you look at it and you're just like so sad Mm. so sad i'm like jake it doesn't need to be like this yeah it doesn't have to be this hard (laughs) yeah yeah it's interesting for me because you know working at tosho like one of the first things i learned how to do was fix a tip of a knife and Mm. it's 
like it's so funny like I'll drop my knives and people around me like most of the kitchens that I work in I'm a pretty clumsy person but so I'll do, I've dropped my yeah 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 pretty clumsy yeah. um and I've this. dropped my knives a bunch of times at work and for the people that don't know me that well they're just like oh my god they're like oh, Matt just dropped his knife. Like, Matt's knives are so expensive. Like, what is he going to do? Like, oh, my God. But, like, for me, I'm like, like, whatever. Like, I know Did how to fix it. twice last month. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, yeah, it sucks because you're, like, ruining the night or, like, taking away a lot of steel and everything like that. But, like, for yeah. me, it's never been, like, a thing, an issue because I'm just like, oh, it takes me five minutes to fix that. Yeah. Uh, okay. so a lot of people are like, oh, my God. Like, wow. But, yeah, definitely the tip. How, how much steel do you got to take off to <clears throat> fix the tip? Well, you can do it two ways. You can do it from the blade and then also you can flip the knife upside down and grind down the spine. Ah. like this on on the flat of the stone oh, wow. so basically you have that square edge but you can kind of taper both sides so it doesn't have to so you don't have to just take up yeah, go yeah, up yeah. from the blade ah. you can go both ways yeah because you need to anyways right because say if it's like a yanagi like one of those long thin ones yeah the taper goes like this Point, well, I like I like how you made that you said the actual name and then you're like you don't know this so. <laughs> no, I'll, well, I I'll bought you it. one in Japan yeah yeah, yeah. you did you did yeah. I still have it yeah, it's great. I uh, love it. It's a lot smaller now. <laughs> How many times have you tipped it? So many times. <laughs> yeah. So many. It depends on the steel too and how you sharpen and stuff like that. But yeah, definitely not having a tip on the knife really affects it mm. for sure. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck, dude. It was just it's one of those things where I'm like, and the when you're when you're describing that that like uh, that you know the you can you can flip it on the spine and then also take it away it's like i remember trying to fix one of my knives i forget which one that like i had tipped a bunch i'd probably tipped it you know three four times over the years and i didn't i i'm still i'm literally just learning this now of like flipping over to do the spine mm. and like mine did i i lost mm-hmm. it's tons. just to flatten out right because I lost it doesn't have that curve down where mm-hmm. it was just like it just ends up being this fucking rounded big yeah. fucking swoop. Yeah. Um at the end we're making too many hand signals and not describing <laughs> hand signals well enough. One day we'll record it with video, but uh I'm actually trying to figure that out in the next, you know, little bit, but nice. your your boys working a lot these days, so. Yeah. There's a lot of mental bandwidth that doesn't get uh doesn't doesn't get released in mm. order to so that I don't go fucking insane in the restaurant and start stabbing people. But um... <laughs> with tipless knives. <laughs> oh, that cuts. That would suck. That's like a double cut because you most mm. most tipless knives are like they have like the one the top spine tip and then the mm. the bottom edge tip and then there's like a little bit of a dugout in there. Yeah, that little half moon that that like crescent moon dugout. Mm. So you yeah, just be like, rough. little like spider bites all over you. Just ding 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 ding. <laughs> um, <laughs> It's not gonna happen. Morbid shit. Get at me, David shit. Chang. Um, <laughs> it's just Tom Dodd's opinion. <laughs> should I? Maybe I should change the description to of the of the podcast to like this is the opinion of. I mean, I, two meatballs. I think it's fairly obvious that it's just an opinion. Yeah. Um, anyone who thinks that I'm spewing facts is clearly not thinking. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, okay, tipless knives, and you were on a bit of a time crunch now. Mm. Since since John showed up, you've got uh, a Zoom call you need to be on at seven. So, and for anyone listening right now, it's twenty seven. So we've got <laughs> solid ten minutes to talk about seeing death and how it calms the pace of a conversation. 
Dang. So, bit of a heavy. That's a doozy. Bit of a heavy one. Um, a little context. Um, by the time this comes out, it will have been. Jesus, fuck, dude, just join the podcast. <laughs> fuck, I didn't even pause it this time. Would have been better if you went down the front steps because then I would have been able to this hear your you. Your old. Uh... Say hi, John. Hello. <laughs> oh, I'm just joining in. <laughs> just walking through, just cutting fish. Um... <laughs> <laughs> one day this so won't be, it won't be like this. Yeah, one day when OG has He's a walking little, like little um, soundproof room. You actually, it's impressive how quiet you about, actually yeah, were wow. there. <laughs> like a ballerina, you're just oh like tippy toeing everywhere. Um, I'd like to see if that comes up in the. Oh, it, 100% well. These, okay. these friggin' these condenser mics pick up everything. That's why it picks up the echo in here. Mm. Um, but the new mics, dynamic mics will be much better nice um hopefully those will be in next week um but mm. so sorry heavy topic um heavy start to to the idea but um we sorry not we i uh my great uncle rj passed away like a week ago i'm sorry uh it's okay he's 89 he had mm. a hell of a life he has uh, many many happy people that he has um, touched over the years. Mm. He was a doctor. Oh wow! Worked in obstetrics, delivered probably more than forty five hundred babies. Like wow, we're talking like this guy was a joy machine. Okay, wow, and undoubtedly also the reverse. I'm sure mm-hmm. some of the babies died and For all sure. that stuff. But he was he was a lovely man. And one thing that I I, I always remember, or I tried, uh, the first thing that came up was, he always asked me, every time I see him, because I, in the last 10, 12 years, I probably saw him three or four times. It's mm-hmm. not like, we, I wasn't super close with his side of the family. Um, cause it, was, side? it was my Nana's brother. So my Nana passed away mm. uh, three, four years ago. Okay. Don't quote me on that. Um, mm-hmm. And it was her, uh, her, her older brother. Okay. And he was the last of that generation mm-hmm. in our family. Uh, so now it's my mom's generation that is the, the grandparents. Mm. There's no more great-grandparents. Mm. Um, Did your brother's kids get to meet him? Uh, no. Okay. No, I don't think so. Or maybe they were around as, like, babies. But no. Mm. Like, it was literally my brother, my sister, and myself who all rode in a car. Like, everyone's wives stayed at home. It was just like... And it's still like kind of COVIDy vibes. Yeah, like yeah. half the people in in the church were wearing masks. Mm-hmm. Some of us weren't. I say us because I'm over it. Obviously, you heard the beginning of the podcast. But <laughs> um, he he always asked me how the chefing was going. Oh, hmm. like and and would sit and talk to me for a few minutes mm. and like. One thing that was said about him was like he was always he always made you feel like you were the one person on his mind, and it's very mm. true. It's very true. It's something I didn't realize um, at the time, but in his passing and listening to his kids speak, I was like, oh yeah, he did do that. <laughs> like I, I can I have memories of the, of him being like, great, awesome, mm-hmm. like that's exciting. Oh, where are you working? Yeah. Oh, what kind of food is that? Like, 
how are you doing? Like, just very, like, super basic questions, but, like, very, like, this is, this is the only thing I'm thinking about right now. Hmm. And it was, it was a, it was a, a pretty, masterful skill. Yeah, that's rare one that for I a don't doctor, too, possess. like, to just be singularly focused on, like, one thing at a time mm. as a doctor. Like, that's, I think that's yeah. pretty impressive. I, 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 I agree with you. Like, and it's, so this, the whole death comes pace of a conversation thing came up because and i'm not wording it right and whatever but mm. like so my cousin uh my first cousin my mom's uh, nephew um is a doctor in connecticut mm-hmm. um he's been a doctor for uh, seven or eight years now something like that um and undoubtedly uh our uncle rj mm-hmm would have been uh, an inspiration for him. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he's more uh, a general doctor, not like he'll do some surgeries and stuff, um, but like he's not uh, super specific in the, like the obstetrics part of a thing, that kind of a vibe. Um, but he, his his pace of conversation is what really ticked it off for me. Mm. It was like, because I, I hadn't spoken to him in person in a number of years, and he ends up, like, when I see him, I'm like, hey, man, like, it's really good to see you. Like, when we were younger, he's only two or three years older than I am. Mm. So, like, we're close to the same age. He's got a couple of kids and a wife now. Like, he's very, air quotes, mature in that sense. Mm. Um, uh, and And very different paths. But... The, the 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 way his pacing of a conversation and because he was around tons of COVID stuff and lots of deaths and lots of things like that when he was in the States, when he is in the States hmm. and he's working because he's in the second or the first or second largest hospital in Connecticut. So like sees tons of shit on a daily basis. Yeah. And it was really interesting to me because you and I know death on a mm. personal level. Mm-hmm. He knows it on a professional level. Yeah, wow, that's a good way of putting it. Which is like, the way he speaks mm. about, not necessarily about death or about being a doctor, but it's just his cadence mm-hmm. is so different mm-hmm. compared to when I knew him 10 years ago. Yeah. And it's, I think it's one of those things that it really, it threw me for a loop. Mm-hmm. And I wonder, like, I just, I wonder if, if that's just like an inevitability when you become a doctor because you're just, yeah, even, even if you're, even if you're like a knee doctor and you're not worried about death, but you, you're around death as a profession. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not uncommon for every doctor to, I don't want to say, if, not like, Maybe you're you're a part of a surgery and it doesn't go well and the person doesn't live. Mm. Like my dad, mm-hmm. they knew before, like as soon as they opened him up the second time, mm-hmm. that was it. Yeah, there was too much wrong. For, yeah, for any doctor to fix, but they opened him up and they knew it. They knew they were like, this is it. Yeah. But it's like, how do you? How does that affect someone's speech pattern? How does that affect 
how they view the world. I yeah. mean, I, I, it, and this is not necessarily to say that I know where this thought is going, but it was a thought that I had that hmm. was like so outside of food that it really, hmm. I don't know, it threw me for a bit of a loop. Yeah, I think for me, like, you know, my experience with death was like I was in the room when my mom passed away. I was like holding mm. her hand when like the the monitor stopped beeping and stuff like that. So. I mean, yeah, super personal relationship with death. Like, saw it happen, like, felt, you know, felt the thing. And, uh, you know, I was 20 years old when that happened. And, and I think I grew up really fast in that moment. But I also, as you know, regressed really regressed fast. Regressed really fast in that moment. Yeah. And, you know, that's a very unprecedented thing to go, to go through at that age. Um, as anybody in, will in a to. North American society, yeah, yeah. Um, but I mean, I think for sure the way that I spoke, the way I carried myself, the way I talked to other people, um, definitely changed. And you know, whether whether it was a positive or a negative, it changed. It changed for yeah. sure. It's it's a it's a strange thing, right? Like I had I grew up with dogs, and I saw dogs pass away and stuff like that. With yeah. like, a, you know. Um, but that was more controlled, right? It was more like, like hey, we're hey this take, is time now. We're going to take him to get put down. Exactly. Like, you should come with and yeah. say your goodbyes. Yeah. yeah. So a little bit more controlled in that environment, whereas this this one was more so like, you know, my mother's decision. She was like, okay, I'm, I'm ready to go now. Like, I don't have anything left in me kind of thing. So, I mean, yeah. the And also just the fact that it was her, of course, right? It's going to have yeah. an effect on me. But like, for sure, when I talk to people that have lost parents or, or have lost people or friends or whatever it may be i instantly have a connection with them mm. and i'm like instantly like oh i i fucking i get you yeah yeah i can i can appreciate that that is something mm -hmm. that is very hard mm. and will always be hard yeah exactly it's uh it's a weird thing like do you just kind of like not like a sixth sense or something like that, but like you just kind of like, you'll have a conversation with somebody and you, you'll be like, you know what, you, I, I think you've seen some shit. I think you've you've you, been through similar things that I've been through. And yeah. I can kind of just tell that about people when mm. I meet them. And, you know, a lot of times I'm right, whether it's, you know, they lost a parent or whatever it may be. It or, may be or, different. A or, or a best friend or best friend or whatever it may be. It is, but right. there's something that changes in you when you see that or experience that for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And to do it professionally must be. Like, there's just, I think that was, that was the big piece that messed me up was like, what happens when a family member dies? Like, how do those wires cross? Hmm. Because that's your professional and your personal world colliding mm. very heavily. Yeah. Like when my Nana died, he hmm. came back for the funeral. He was living in the States at the time and he a hundred percent came back because their family, like we were all pretty close with my Nana, hmm. some more than others, obviously, but like. You know, Mark was, my, my cousin Mark was definitely, he was definitely uh, uh, a very compassionate person, or is a very compassionate person, and I, I wonder how that would affect the personal and professional mm. colliding. Like, so rarely does that happen for, for cooks, where you're like, the personal collide, the personal and professional collide, but like, that's just your family coming in to eat. Yeah, and that's you know what I mean. It's like yeah. <laughs> that's what's so funny about like chefs. A lot of the time is that they take themselves so seriously, right? Like, mm -hmm. and you have to remind yourself, or 
think a lot of chefs like should remind themselves is that it's just it's food. just dinner. It's just food, dude. It's just fucking food. It's just dinner. That's that's it. You're not saving yeah. lives. Yeah. And so like, you know, clashing your personal and professional life as a chef is a very different thing than, you know, uh, than someone who works in healthcare. Yeah. Yeah, yeah man. Um, okay. Let's uh, let's call it. Call it out. Nice. Um, oh, I do have a shout out. Not a restaurant this time though. Um, uh, what's it called? This uh, this a server at the restaurant. She hmm. she used to work at Twenty Victoria. Um, she's worked all over. She's a savage and makes these miniature uh, figurines or not figurines, hmm. but like miniature. Uh, like she had a bacon and egg. <laughs> pin okay and i was like i want one of those please i want one i have a she she gave me one that's a piece of toast with a square of butter on it nice and i have it on my work hat now i'm like that's i'm gonna pin cool. this up here dude i love pins i like <laughs> no but she's like they're all they're like the minis and they're like the um, she like bakes it off and like oh is it like them. enamel yeah yeah like yeah it's, yeah, it's yeah. like so she's got like the the mic cool. the the uh, the the magnifying glass and the lights wow. and all the little tools to do the things and and stuff like that and I'm like um, so Leslieville vintage cool Leslieville vintage something anyways I'll tag it in the post but mm. like um, and I'll tag it in the description cool. but it's uh, it's fucking wicked mm. and I'm I've requested like two or three more things from her. Yeah, I mean, it takes her a couple hours to make one, but like, yeah, yeah, I'm definitely gonna pay her for it. She just gave me this one. I'm like, I'll pay you for the other ones. Yeah, like, this yeah, is yeah. time and effort and like yeah. attention to detail here. So like, I'll 100 pay. You, but yeah, yeah, Leslieville, uh, vintage, vintage. Cool. something. Fuck. <laughs> if I had the internet on my phone, I would look it up. But yeah, um, cool. But yeah. That's my shout. Um, I'll shout. I don't know if you guys actually shouted these guys out before, but some friends, um, Mimi Chinese. Yeah, yeah, Mimi's. I don't know if you guys shout them out yeah, before. Yeah. Okay, but I mean, uh, I'm going. Again. I'm going there for my wife's birthday next week, so I'm super excited. It's the first time we've had like a nice dinner since our honeymoon. So nice. Let's yeah, go. Excited. Yeah, I've got some buddies in the kitchen, and and um, Marla's friend actually that you know works there as well. <laughs> I saw that. <laughs> <laughs> I saw that post the other day. I was like, I recognize that person. Yeah. Oops. Um, not even oops. That was a fun night. Um, okay. Um, let's get yeah, Sorry it was a short one today, but you know. Hey, no stress. No short stress. king. Time, time constraints. We're both short men. Podcasts can be short sometimes. Um, short kings. Short kings? Short kings. I'm okay with just being a man. I don't need to be a king. What am I a king of? That my computer, my porn history. Like whatever. you're the you're the king of making fun of David Chang. I mean, I bet there's people who That's can do true. it a lot better. Um, I'm just maybe the most uh, emotionally visceral, emotionally charged person that you know that makes fun of David Chang. That's what you're the king of. Yeah. Okay. I love right. you. Love you too. Uh, and we'll see you next week, guys. See ya.